welcome to the Double Diamond Hour here on TalkingAlternative.com. I hope uh, those that listen to Aurea's show, being with Aurea, are staying with us as we continue this exploration today of consciousness in, in many different aspects. And on Aurea's show, we talked a lot about uh, consciousness in relation to community and others and uh, with Montgomery Taylor, our wonderful resident Jungian astrologer, mm-hmm. mythologist, uh, and uh, musical uh, former musician and musical savant, and uh, it's, it's a pleasure that he's able to stick around today and and help uh, continue this conversation. Now, perhaps uh, you know, just shifting our angle and shifting our perspective from consciousness in relationship to community and in consciousness in relationship to ourselves as a personal um, uh, practice, as a personal endeavor to help us in our daily lives. Here in the Double Diamond Hour, you know, we normally talk about things more health and wellness related. Um, Dr. Millie will be back next week with a special announcement. Um, and, and But one of the things I think that is, is so important in our life, in our health, in our well-being is really how well we recognize the role of consciousness in our daily lives and how much, you know, our um, well-being is really in, and how well we feel about about ourselves in our bodies in our lives is, is really dictated by the level of consciousness that we bring to our daily lives so Monty it's a pleasure f- for you to s- come on the show oh thank you Sam always a joy to be with you mm, absolutely so um, so on our in our natal chart as, as we discussed sort of last hour uh, you know, you talk about how astrology is like the MRI of our of our consciousness in a way. It doesn't mm-hmm. it it doesn't make us what we are. It just gives us a sense of our potentials and our um, and and maybe what we need to work on. So, what can we sort of take, or, or what um, uh, insights can we find in our natal chart that can really help us? in our day-to-day life, in the development of our consciousness? Well, you look for the dominant energy, which is always expressed symbolically. Mm. When we're reading symbols in astrology, we're using the right brain. Mm. And I'm always harping on the fact that the left analytical deductive side of us, the left brain, is not equipped for solving problems. That's not its job. Uh, its job is to identify the problem or identify the information. Right. And the right brain synthesizes and puts it together in a new way so that a solution happens. All right. So if we were to sort of bring more consciousness to things, we would say mm-hmm. that, okay, you know, one aspect of my being helps me to identify things as issues, as problems, as stuff that needs to be worked on. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, we, we we have a technical problem in our business today. Let's figure it out. Okay, this is exactly what the problem is. And what you're saying is, okay, now we've identified what we believe to be the problem, which may or mm-hmm. may not be the actual problem. Now let's we need to shift gears and engage the right side of our brain and say, okay, now we have this problem. How do we find a creative solution? How do we find how this, uh, you know, how dealing with this can can support us or make us better at what we're doing as opposed to just, you know, freaking out and keep saying, oh, there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm right now in the phase of my own career studies and development into what I call, it's my term, mm. forensic astrology. Ah, Actually, when you're properly using the information, the right brain is not only trying to come up with a new and inventive uh, solution to Mm -hmm. a left brain analysis of a situation. Mm -hmm. What it's really doing is saying, why is that problem there to begin with? Mm. There is where. It's just like preventative medicine. Why do you have cancer? Why do you have heart disease? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were what were all the things, all the actions, all the circumstances around that led to this particular path? Like I said, I'm discovering more and more. It's not that you look to the astrology chart for the answers. You look at the astrology chart for the right 
questions mm. so that you can synthesize the information and have an answer. Absolutely. So, so may we use you as an example? Sure. So you've undergone a lot of change in your life in the last several months. You've had mm-hmm. to reevaluate things. You know, your the, the heart attack that you uh, experienced uh, back in April uh, really threw you for a loop. And even though I remember you saying uh, you know, this was a, symp- uh, a symptom or triggered by the Grand Cross. Mm-hmm. And you knew it was in your house of health, but you didn't realize, you know, like this is the way it would manifest right. for you. So now when you look at your chart and, and you know these kinds of lessons, what would be the right questions for you to ask with what's going on in your chart now? Well, it's interesting you get the timing of that as we were talking earlier with Aurea about the mm-hmm. timing of things. Yes. Right now, one of the main planets, the wild card revolutionary innovative Uranus, mm-hmm. has been going retrograde. Ah. It's been going backwards in the sky. Not okay. really. It's our perception right. of it. Right. But it's right now today triggering that Grand Cross all over again. Oh, really? Ah. You see, major astrological events can be re-triggered for months and months, months later. Ah. When other planets go over the sensitive points of what formed that particular astrological configuration. So now, when a planet's retrograde, it's saying, what have you learned from Mm. the last time something major like this happen. Uh, So I I knew something was about to happen because the Grand Cross was happening exactly on my ascendant. Exactly. Mm. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be noticeable. (laughs) And it turned out to be open heart surgery with the quadruple (laughs) bypass, which causes you to rethink a lot of things. So right now, I am rethinking, saying, what put me in the hospital to begin with? Mm. I just didn't have a heart attack out of the blue. That's right. Uh, So what symptoms were I ignoring? They told Mm. me that I had been in heart failure for over a year and no one noticed it, no matter how many doctors I went to. Mm So why was I blinding myself to that and sweeping symptoms under the rug and forcing? I had to realign my priorities. But this is also something very key. I don't want to gloss mm-hmm. over this because this is something I think I do. I think everybody does this, right. which is, you know, we do tend to ignore things mm-hmm. that we don't want to pay attention to right. until it gets to the point mm-hmm. that we figuratively end up in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why my show is called Living Consciously. When we're living on the programs we have in our subconscious, when we're living on the programs of routine put there by family, teachers, whatever, the boss, the job, right? Uh, you're not living fully aware of things. You're living right. by default. It's like driving your car on remote control right? Uh, at, or putting automatic pilot on. Right. You're, taking, you're abdicating your choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. But how can you choose if you're not aware of options? That's true. But as you say, it's asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. Because if you ask a better question, then you can see maybe there are more options. And this is something like I get in my coaching practice all the time where people come to me and they say, well, I don't know what to do. I've tried everything. And I may say, Mm -hmm. really, if you've tried everything, how many different things did you actually try? Well, I tried this, I tried that, and I tried that. Okay, well, that's three things. But what level of consciousness were they trying the alternatives in? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's the same level of consciousness that got them stuck, because obviously mm-hmm. those three things didn't get them anywhere. That's why we have a planet in everyone's chart that is explained by mythology called Chiron. Mm. This planet says that, well, it teaches the lesson. It triggers things. It says yeah. you cannot solve a problem. Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, you name it. You cannot solve a a problem and heal it on the same level of awareness you had when you noticed you had Uh, the the problem. problem. Yes, yes. (laughs) I remember Einstein was, you know, one of the people that's quoted with with saying that. You need a higher level of consciousness to solve the problem. So again, I'm going to use you as an example. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you had this, you know, physical condition happen. Right. All right. Now it takes a higher level of consciousness 
to to learn from this and get past it. So for other people out there who maybe have experienced, because I know I'm hearing lots of stories, a lot of people having physical symptoms, you know, different things coming up. How do you shift your consciousness now to a higher level to be able to see it from a different perspective where you can actually make a change? Oh, well, it's not done overnight, but That's once true. you get the formula, the principle, the approach, it goes very quickly. Mm. Uh, it's really kind of an awakening, we say. Yeah. Uh, and so if people are, so the body, uh, let's talk about physical illness. The body is a barometer mm. that shows you through its own periods of dysfunction where the energetic problem is in your life. Mm. Now you're talking my language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and, and, and uh, as, as people who've tuned in to, to me before know that I'm a big believer that everything is energetic first. Right. And that when things get to a point where there's a physical ache, a pain, something going on, that was an energetic blockage in some way first. Mm-hmm that wasn't dealt with so it manifested out physically right the first thing i learned when i was studying reiki was that all pain is blocked energy yes Mm -hmm. absolutely now the key is okay now i have a pain in my back right Mm -hmm. it's blocked energy well how do we find out what am i blocking because we need to bring that higher level of consciousness to it because even if you fix the back pain and this is something i learned from one of my teachers years ago you can fix the back pain. The person will be, feel better for you know a day, a week, a month, a year, and then they'll do something else unconsciously to re-trigger that pain. Of course. And as long as you, as long as you don't resolve it on an energetic level, mm-hmm. you'll keep having that same issue crop up again and again. Sure. Astrology teaches us that the universe will give you the same challenge. Mm. in infinite variety Mm. over and over and over so you meet a challenge and you'll have it again in disguise Mm. right so it doesn't to see if you really forensically my new obsession (laughs) got to the cause of what is this blocked energy and what are the infinite forms of manifestation it can take Mm. So, so may I ask have you found any hints about what was that blocked energy that caused your heart attack trusting Trusting. Mm-hmm. Ah, That's where I would start. And then, of course, there's a downline of things. Right. I never trusted anyone to really get what I was saying. I never trusted society to be able to be aware enough as a collective dynamic mm-hmm. to ever improve its condition because it's so addicted to the status quo that I just simply stopped trusting ah. the universe to work in my life through other people. Ah. And... If I were to step back to Aurea's show for a minute where we mm-hmm. talked about things being a reflection of the inside, right. then there's probably something within ourselves that we're not trusting, isn't there? Yes, and it's not necessarily... Sometimes it was put there. Yeah, absolutely. It was put there by parents that were wonderful mothers and fathers, but they weren't good parents. Right. You know, just because you can reproduce doesn't mean you can raise a child. <laughs> right. and Or teachers, or society, or corporate policy, or the... Or the illusion of needing to conform. Yes. You see? Yes. And then you start playing all these infinite roles or sub-personalities, as Jung calls them. Yeah. I love it. Jung says, we think we know who we are. We're actually an entity that's under the control of a committee of sub-personalities. Ah, run by committee. Mm-hmm. And that can take a long time to figure things out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But okay. astrology gives you a diagnosis of that. Good. Yes, so let's let's talk about that when we come back from break. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if anyone listening, of course, would love to call in and join the conversation. Our call-in number is 877-480-4120. You're listening to The Double Diamond Hour on TalkingAlternative.com, and my guest this hour is Montgomery Taylor. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network. Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. 
Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. TalkingAlternative.com Perfect music from our dear, dear friend Austin Marola, a host of a former host of the show, The Music Power Hour, which you can still find some of the episodes up on the website. So we're talking uh, today in this special three-show crossover series all about consciousness uh, in group and personal and in our development. Uh, so we're talking a, a last segment a bit about sort of this stuck energy and how stuck energy you know eventually manifests itself in 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 many cases into a physical ailment a physical problem but uh, you know stuck energy can manifest itself many ways it can be physical it can manifest as a, an emotional condition financial a financial condition uh, an issue with relationships as well mm -hmm. um so you know, when we, and this is one of the things that I, I personally like to encourage people to do is to look in their lives thinking from an energetic perspective of not necessarily what's going on today, right now, right here, but where has something like this shown up before? Like Monty, before the break, you said how, you know, according to astrology, the, the, the same issue will keep coming up and coming up with mm -hmm. different masks and different disguises. Right. Because until we've actually really dealt with and worked it out, the universe will keep bringing us this lesson over mm -hmm. and over again. Mm -hmm. And that often, you know, the, the, the issue we had with our friend next door can manifest 20, 30 years later as an issue we have with our boss, can't it? Yes. And that we, we really, it's now our job these days as if you're listening to this show, obviously you're open into this conversation around having a higher consciousness in our lives. It's, you know, okay, if we're going to have a higher consciousness in our lives, what does that mean for our daily lives? What is, how do we have to start showing up differently than we did in the past to really affect change to live a better life? And, and, and last hour with Aurea's show, we did mention sort of, Aurea mentioned a couple of things like taking time, like, like being gentler and kinder with ourselves about making mistakes and maybe things not quite going the way we expected or the way we wanted. Um, you know, what kinds of practices now are you learning since, since I think with this dramatic change going on in your own life, how can you be kinder to yourself? 
Well, number one, what I've learned from astrology with all my clients is that uh, very often we're disappointed because when we formed the expectation, mm. we had either not enough or we had incorrect information. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and especially something we thought maybe was true, we learned mm -hmm. later was not true. Exactly. And sometimes the triggering cause is far more simple than we think. Mm. And they're always the most difficult to address. Can you give us an example? Well, for example, people are always talking about going to a higher consciousness as though they're leaving the one they have. <laughs> right. In reality, what they're doing is they are taking the consciousness they have at the moment mm -hmm. and they're elevating it. Mm. Yes, expanding in some way. That gives you a continuous sense of self and universal evolution in your right. self-identity. Yes. You're not just a fleeting little apparition on the horizon of the cosmos at the moment. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I mean, just because... Uh, like I met a gentleman this week weekend, you know, you love junk food, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you may expand your consciousness, you may bring a higher consciousness, doesn't mean you're going to stop loving junk food necessarily. You may start to make slightly different choices and say, well, if I'm really going to have this higher consciousness and care for myself better, you know, I start to see the correlation between what I put into my body and how I feel. So maybe I'm going to start making different choices about what I put in my body because mm -hmm. it makes me feel differently. But that doesn't mean like if you crave Kentucky Fried Chicken every now and then, maybe you don't eat it every day, but you still might crave it and you still might indulge in that once in a while. Mm -hmm. Not on a regular basis anymore. It's hard to do because very often with things that we're very uh, fond of, like junk food, right. there's an addictive factor in it. Yes, this is true. And so uh, in my new phase of forensic astrology, mm -hmm. why did I have a heart attack? Why did, mm -hmm. you know, all right, I could see what triggered it, but why? It, ha right. it couldn't trigger what wasn't there. Right, and and that didn't trigger some that like just happened overnight. It was a long time coming. The real person a question wants wants to ask themselves that can be shown in their chart is: It's not why do I love junk food so much? Mm -hmm. Why am I addicted to fat and salt? Ah. What's missing from my life? that are giving them double duty to make up for. Yes, or someone who indulges tremendously in sweets, mm -hmm. right? Why do I need this external Why sweetness? is their blood sugar levels unstable? Right. This is something they found with music therapy, which is another big interest of mine. Ah. Uh, music affects your brain waves. Mm-hmm. And if you remember back in the 70s and 80s, all the young teenagers were walking around with a great big boombox on their shoulder. Why do you right. have to carry 30 pounds on your shoulder to listen to music? Okay, right. so we invented <laughs> earphones, etc., etc. However, what they discovered was the rhythms. This is scientific medical research. They discovered right. the rhythms in rap music. Mm -hmm. Why do you always associate in a stereotyped manner, which we're mm -hmm. speaking about everything with respect, when you go to an acid rock concert or rap music and stuff like that, you expect to find people on drugs or addictive substances there. That's true. Why? Because the brainwave is affected by the rhythm in the music mm -hmm. and causes you to crave sweets. It puts your insulin levels completely out of whack ah. and you want to mask it with the anesthetic of an escape. Ah, I see. And and I do remember back 80s or 90s, they came out with the fact like listening to Mozart in particular, mm -hmm. like helped you to be more intelligent. I remember like all these moms were now like making their little kids or even when they were pregnant, they would listen to Mozart oh, well, music, thinking that would help their kids to be more the intelligent. The governor of Georgia back then uh, was giving every newborn baby an alb a, a, a CD of Mozart. Oh, really? Because they <laughs> felt listening to it in the crib. And it it's true. Right. Mozart, that period of music, 17th century classical music, mm. has a rhythm in it that affects mm. the brainwave and mm. makes it more consistent for memory, mm. which memory. is why they think okay. you're learning better. It doesn't make you any smarter. Right. It helps you remember what you're trying to learn better so you can do uh, something with it. Okay, so it's really more about memory, not necessarily about intelligence. Mm -hmm. You have to watch it. It's a very complex subject, and there's yes. the American Association of Musical Therapists. Go on their website. You can find a lot of information. But, for example, you know, it's not all good and bad. Classical music has its uh, dangerous side, too. 
Right. One of my favorite composers is Chopin. Chopin, right. And uh, Chopin's music, harmonically, etc., mm -hmm. has exactly the same energy signature as a human cancer cell. Wow. And so if you're going to take a, th you know, a six-hour drive and you put Mozart on your car mm -hmm. and listen to it for six hours, you're setting yourself up to a brainwave that is sympathetic to the human cancer condition. Chopin. And Chopin died when he was 33 of cancer. Ooh. Wow. And how would you just, as, as a music aficionado and a former musician, how would you describe figuratively what's the, the characteristic of Chopin's music? Revolutionary. Revolutionary. And passionate. It's like, you see, he was coming in the very beginning of the Romantic period. Mm. Prior to the Romantic period, emotions were contained and channeled and right. graceful. Right. Uh, then all of a sudden the romantic era happened and everybody started letting all their passions flow. Ah. You see. So in, in some ways we can say sort of unregulated flow of passion. Uh, it's, it's kind of like what, cancer, what a cancer cell does, mm -hmm. right? It's unregulated and it just replicates mm -hmm. in ways that it shouldn't and it doesn't die off when it should. Mm -hmm. So it's that same sort of frequency. that you Music is an energy. Music is a frequency. All energy is frequency. Mm. So there's a relationship. So, so getting back to our main theme of the day of consciousness... Mm -hmm. Um, have there been any studies done about is there a particular type of form of music or composer that helps with the elevation of consciousness that we know of? Well, we're still in a human experiment with that. Mm. Uh, when you look at a lot of uh, ancient Mideast music, when you look at India and you look uh. at the funeral dirges and everything, it sort of puts you out into a very abstract, diffuse brainwave that can sort of pick up anything coming along if you're not focused. Right. That's why uh, uh, meditation is not losing focus, it's increasing focus. Absolutely, right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. And I know there's, there's been some uh, controversy lately over the frequency that they record music at. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what it was, the 44 point something versus... A440 degrees, degrees. Yeah. A natural, on the piano, on the oboe, whatever. The frequency of that note, ideally for the last several centuries, has been 440 hertz per second or whatever. Right. You. However, they decided that, oh, it's a little tighter, it's a little crisper, it's a little this and that, if you make it 442 degrees, which means it's a slightly faster vibration. Well, that's fine if you're um, playing on a violin, but if you're a singer, they have just up and put the tonality of your symphonic work in a higher key. Ah, uh, uh, and 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 the the four forty is mm -hmm. is actually more natural in the four forty two or the four. It's so simple. Everything really has a very practical reason, and they're not always terribly profound. Right. What they discovered back in the day, early days of the orchestra, the mm. one instrument in the orchestra that could not easily tune to other instruments mm -hmm. was the oboe ah. because of its reeds and its shape and everything. Okay. So the whole rest of the orchestra tuned to the sound of the oboe. Oh, and so then they figured out with tuning forks, etc., that A440 right. uh -huh. was terribly practical for all the instruments in the orchestra ah. and consistent for the oboe. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, so th this is the thing is that... Uh, sometimes we just kind of accept things the way they are without right. understanding the background mm -hmm. and the, the history behind it. I mean, this is something that you're so wonderful about um, with astrology and mythology is really understanding the history mm -hmm. so that when we understand with a greater consciousness of where right. we've come from, then we can live with a greater consciousness in what we're doing today because mm -hmm. we know what's the foundation that things are built upon. And if something is built upon some th a foundation that maybe isn't appropriate anymore, right. then we know, okay, this aspect of it really needs to be updated and changed mm -hmm. for today's world. Totally. Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to continue to explore um, personal consciousness uh, with our guest, Montgomery Taylor, when we return. So please stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I've been to a druid's den. On a New Year's Day And I've done Scotland on a motorbike So how can you say That I I'm not perfect Uh, and, and often we, we feel that way. We feel we're not perfect. And, and I think this is one of the, the first things we kind of talked about a little bit last hour on Aurea's show, uh, that we can really bring more compassion to ourselves in that not worrying about being perfect. I mean, we really are perfect if we can accept ourselves that we are where we are on our path towards healing, towards wholeness, towards greater consciousness. I, I loved what Aurea said uh, that of his new mantra, which is, I'm not better than I am right now. And if we can really accept that, and, and for me that, that's, that's such a huge lesson, to really be able to accept ourselves the way we are at the moment and have compassion and patience for the lessons that we're in the process of learning, we'd be gentler and take a little bit better care of ourselves, then it becomes much easier to be more compassionate, to be more patient, to be kinder and gentler with, with those around us. Monty, I'm, I'm curious, when, when people come to you and you're, you're doing a, a natal chart for them and kind of giving them your beautiful insights of what the planets mean and the mythologies behind it. Are there certain things that tend to surprise people a lot about themselves when you're relating this information? Yes. Uh, what surprises them the most is that they are absolutely in control of the crisis they're in if they only realized they were out of balance. Ah, so, for instance, someone's in a crisis because they're getting divorced, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Forensically, you look at them and you say, well, on paper, 
these um, charts, number one, either they're very compatible, and why mm -hmm. aren't they being compatible? Mm -hmm. Usually when two charts that look like they're very compatible are not working, mm -hmm. it's because the two individuals are on different levels of consciousness of their chart, ah. so they can't fit quite together. Or I may see immediately that two charts are very contrasting and very different, mm -hmm. especially in business. Yeah, And so I will tell them the real challenge here is to make your differences compatible. Uh, the real challenge is to make your contrasts constructive. Mm -hmm. You don't want two right hands. You don't want two left feet. Mm -hmm. You want to have the opposite so they can interrelate together and balance each other. And, and really be more of a complement as opposed to right. thinking of it as an opposite. So usually people feel, oh, there's only one size fits all and this isn't, this other person's not approaching the business challenge the way I would. And I say, well, that's why you originally had them. If you had right. another you, you wouldn't be going much further, would you? This right. person has a very different perspective of how to address the same issue as you. And has just as many problems and learning challenges as you do. They're just different. Right. If you can make them balance and symbiotic, that's what right. symbiosis is all about. Right. Mutual benefit, win-win. Right. Uh, then you can start working with this. And if you don't want to evolve, mm. just end the partnership. <laughs> and is it also possible that maybe a partnership may have been appropriate for a certain period of time and then now things have shifted and changed and the energies are different and the people are different that maybe what was a good partnership 10 years ago maybe isn't as appropriate today and maybe it's time to dissolve the partnership mm -hmm. for something else i find this very very frequently mm. uh the real issue is, you know, very often partners, business, let's say, dating, whatever, they're stepping stones to a greater awareness on the other shore. But the problem is people set on up camp and mm. put up a tent on the first <laughs> stepping stone they come to and want to live there. But it's very true. People outgrow their friends. Mm. They outgrow their partnerships. But only if the friends and partners aren't growing at the same rate as they are. Mm. Or at least close. It doesn't yes, always have to be there the same. has to be. It's just like, go back 150 years, if you were buying a pair of horses to pull your carriage, mm -hmm. you wanted horses that had the same gait, the same speed, the same mm -hmm. stamina, the same height, the, everything they had to match. Right. You didn't right. want to put a thoroughbred racehorse and an old workhouse horse that was bred to pull a plow mm -hmm. on the same team. Right. They won't work. Right. right. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, and and I think that's one of the things, especially in this society, that we have a tendency to really feel like, oh, if I've made this partnership, I need to stick with it forever. But, you know, if things aren't sort of naturally moving apart, it, it's okay to allow things to dissolve in their natural course. Mm -hmm. We don't have to, you know, stick with something that isn't working anymore just because it used to work in the past. Absolutely. Because right. you're not evolving. You're getting fossilized. You're right. getting stuck in the status quo. Right. And, and in essence, I mean, relationships are never the same. Again, whether they're personal, business, or otherwise, mm -hmm. they're always going to evolve and shift and morph and change over time. And they'll go through these phases of where they can be contrasting in mm -hmm. a complementary manner or right. contrasting in a conflict. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And they may last a short period of time, a long period of mm -hmm. time. And, and it's okay. Right. You know, that's sort of, I think where energy gets stuck, as we were talking about before, is that we, we have a tendency not to be okay with living through contrast. Absolutely. Uh, there is something, though, about the organic nature of life. Uh, I'm teaching some classes now, and I'm having so much fulfillment in doing so. I'm teaching oh, introductory beginner classes. I'm teaching intermediate classes. Mm -hmm. And in January, I'm going to start some advanced classes in oh, astrology. wonderful. And one of the things, one of the things uh, in advanced astrology that can become useful, you don't introduce it prematurely because people don't understand it. Mm -hmm. But you can take two charts. Mm-hmm. 
of two different people. And you can measure the midpoint between all their planets and construct a third chart called a composite chart. This is not Mm. a comparison chart of how two people affect each other. This is actually a chart of the partnership as if it were a third entity with its own Ah. consciousness. And how does each partner relate to that partnership? That's going to give you a deeper level of high-definition television. And the fascinating thing about composite charts is that they're always evolving according to the development of the two people comprising it. Mm. So when you do a composite chart, you are really looking at what is the thrust, what is the meaning, what is the reason for this partnership what is the destiny Mm. and the meaningful application of this partnership to the world and Mm. to the individuals so that's a composite chart and 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 that really makes a lot of uh sense to me from an energetic perspective Mm -hmm. because there is this metaphysical concept of the egregore this sort of like whenever a group of people whether it's two people Mm -hmm. or a whole community a city a state a nation that there is sort of an energetic group body Mm -hmm. that encompasses all the members of this group Mm -hmm. so if you think of just two people as the smallest group Mm -hmm. that there's this energetic coming together of the two Mm -hmm. people which is this composite chart you're speaking of yes exactly see and that's just another form of mri It's just like saying you've got stomach trouble. Well, the MRI didn't show anything. Let's give you a CAT scan. Mm. So whereas the MRI is the chart, the CAT scan is the composite chart. Ah, (laughs) quite interesting. Right, and and sometimes you're having stomach problems and it doesn't necessarily indicate that there's something wrong with the stomach. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's something wrong with your throat or with your spleen or your kidneys. Or something wrong with the place you're buying your food. (laughs) or the food that you're buying Mm -hmm. or the restaurant you're eating out at, Mm -hmm. right? Because there are many, many facets to life. Absolutely. And, And that's, I think, sometimes an area where we can expand our consciousness quite easily mm-hmm. is we tend to really focus on just one or two sources of issues or of energies or whatever, when in fact there's usually multiple. There are many, Always. many sources. Mm-hmm. Just like the human body. Right. And, and, in, and there are many different aspects to it, which is in astrology, I guess, related by the fact that there are 12 different houses, that, mm-hmm. that each house is um, sort of ruling many, many different aspects. Right. I, I think one time I heard you say that like one planet can rule 500 different archetypes or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Every house, every planet, every sign is associated with at least 500 different aspects of your life. I mean, that just is, is mind-blowing to me. It means you add up all those combinations. I mean, it's got to be in the millions. The astrological MRI is just mirroring and showing how mm. complex we all are. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, the, that complexity can serve us, and it, at times it cannot serve us because sometimes the human mind can overcomplicate things. That's right. And sometimes, you know, Occam's razor, right? Sometimes the simplest and the most elegant solution Mm -hmm. is the correct one. Absolutely. And usually is. And usually is. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Oh, what a beautiful show. Well, everybody, please stay tuned. We're going to go out for another quick break. And when we come back, we'll kind of wrap things up and talk a little bit more about, you know, how do we use all this in our personal evolutionary growth. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Double Diamond Hour on TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com. (laughs) 
Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Talking Beautiful, distinctive voice of Sloan Wainwright, and the former host of the Music Power Hour here on TalkingAlternative.com. Uh, uh, such power behind her voice. Um, so we've been talking this hour and for the, actually the last uh, hour and 45 minutes in this uh, three-show crossover uh, on consciousness that we're doing today started off with uh, on Aurea's Waking with Aurea talking about consciousness and community he now on the Double Diamond Hour kind of talking about it on more of a personal level and continuing on next hour on Monty's show Living Consciously um, there's been a lot of changes going on lately energetically Monty with the planet and, and there's been tremendous um, astrological phenomena that's been happening, I mean, more so than I can remember over the last 25, 30 years. There's just been, you know, I mean, the, and the Cardinal Grand Cross is just one of them and, and just all of these things happening. There's there's really been a lot of changes and, and it seems to me that a lot of people, that's one of the hardest things for them to deal with these days is the amount and the rapidity with which change is happening on the planet. Do you have any advice for how people can sort of individually bring a little bit more consciousness to this overall global phenomena of change that's been happening so much? You earlier asked me, what surprises my clients the most mm. at their first reading? Yes. And I replied, their lack of awareness at how in control they really are mm. of what they perceive to be a crisis. Yeah. Now, we are having, you know, there's a collective consciousness that Carl Jung teaches about. All mm. of our minds are fit together like living stones mm. in the great pyramid of man. Okay. Mm. Uh, we are having an election tomorrow, mm. which means on Wednesday, half the country is going to be really happy <laughs> and half the country is going to be very, very upset. Yes, yes. And we have to understand forensically why. Mm. You see, does a certain party have to be in power in order for you to function, or you just go on remote control default living and pull into your own reclusive self mm. while the party that you don't uh, subscribe to is dominant? Right. Now, everyone's chart, even political parties and governments, they all have a 12th house, which is the house of self-undoing. Oh, Self-undoing. Mm -hmm. This is where you turn assets into hidden enemies. Mm. Wow. And so 
who would one party blame if suddenly they had the majority and they screwed up even bigger? There's the house of self-undoing. Mm. Now, since 2011, we're having a grand square between two very, very powerful planets. And it is echoing back to the 1960s. If you look about change, mm-hmm. look at the 60s. Yeah. That was such an absolute revolution. Yes. Uh, and yet it wasn't violent, although we did no. have Vietnam. And then actually the government was so surprised the United States populace wouldn't just conform to right. the latest press release. Right. They were so surprised by that. Well, that's a tea party compared to what's going on now. And what is happening is Uranus, the planet of innovation, revolution, the wild card, liberation, let me be free as an individual, is challenging Pluto, which is the planet of psychological rejuvenation and where death and resurrection occurs only where something is so decayed it has to be placed, replaced. Mm. And that yeah. planet is going through the sign of Capricorn, which rules corporations and governments. Huh. And so what you're finding is liberation and individual freedom is now saying, I mean business. I want right. to vote the whole Congress out. I yeah. want to completely gut everything and start it all over. Yeah. Now, this square between these two planets comes Mm. and goes because they go retrograde then they go direct then they go retrograde then they go direct we're going to have the seventh hit of that square in february of 2015 right now we're having the sixth Ah, okay when uranus and pluto square it's like an enormous big sledgehammer Mm mm-hmm smashing repeatedly on a great big rock that it wants to make into usable gravel so that it can make Mm, some cement. Okay. So uh, conforming to the will of the people, and here we have a higher and lower octave of this. The will of the people can be either mob rule or it can be a glorified utopia. Right. It'll always be somewhere in between. Right. Right, and and I did hear just recently. I think Vermont or New Hampshire, one of the, I think it was Vermont, was like the first state to vote on a measure to start to take money out of politics. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because there is no doubt about it. Any competent astrologer will tell you, and it's not just starting now. We have been slowly for the last forty years sinking into an oligarchy yeah absolutely a plutocracy Mm -hmm. the ownership of government by corporations and the wealthy invisibly right just look at these shining examples that control the supreme court that uh, (laughs) gave them all kinds of regulations like citizens united United, uh, Mm -hmm. yes that's not gonna last no? You, do you see that's going to change? Astrologically, that does not have the stamina. Oh, it had the power to get established. Mm. But I always say succeeding and maintaining your success are two different things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess your message to people individually is you have a lot more power as an individual than you think you do. Totally. Even in the face of gerrymandering your district so that your vote doesn't count anymore, so Mm. that you can't vote, so that elections can really be totally dictated in advance, uh, you still can do something. You can get out there. Vote no matter what. Don't let the obstacle stop you. Right. And don't be afraid to express, Mm -hmm. you know, your opinion. And the fact that, especially now with social media, we're so interconnected that you know anybody can really get um get their message out Mm -hmm. and and voting also is not necessarily just voting in the in the poll booth it's also voting with your wallet and voting with your choices Mm -hmm. that's the fastest way to get their attention with your wallet i I actually a couple of years ago switched my phone company mm-hmm. from I don't remember who I was with before but to this company called Credo because they and and they had a very simple sales pitch Verizon AT&T you know all these major phone companies 
donate a lot of money to conservative causes, mm-hmm. to Republican parties, things like that. And they said, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to do- donate to charities, to progressive causes, to progressive campaigns. And that, to me, was more in alignment with what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Now, does it cost me maybe a little bit more per month to, to have my service through them than somebody else? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But to me, it's worth it because at least I know I'm supporting an organization that's more in alignment with my ideals and principles. And this is something people can do in their lives, too. What Uranus is bringing to the human civilization is technology, which is mm. something the status quo never counted on. Uh. It was technology, the cell phone, the texting, and all of that stuff that was a major factor in the success of the Arab Spring, yes. of Tiananmen Square, yes. of many, 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 many uh, political revolutionary... And right. Occupy Wall Street. Or totally, you see. Yeah. Now... The technology, well, more it's more the use of technology, people figuring out how to use the technology yes. that is in its infancy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Once people become fluent, people like me who can finally learn how to do these things, <laughs> we'll have a more direct, because the way we relate to the world right now is through a virtual world. Yes. And it's also, as we come to a greater understanding or consciousness around what can be done, um, people are, are developing new apps, new uh, things now that we have the internet, now that we have mm-hmm. the web, now that we have these broadband cell phones. You know, it's what can you do? Now you have all this power, what can you do with it? And as those evolve and develop, it gives us a greater ability to affect change. And it's all cycles of astrology that trigger new innovation technologies. Mm. This happened way back when Gutenberg invented the printing press. It caused Uh, the Protestant Revolution. The Vatican lost its control of Europe because Uh, of the printing press, and now we have cell phones and apps and texts and mm -hmm. all kinds of things. And, And on that note, I want to encourage everybody to keep listening as we continue this three show crossover next on Monty's show. We're going to switch, play musical chairs here and I give the host mic over to Monty for his show Living Consciously. Um, So please stay tuned. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you in a few minutes. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183 That's 212-721-8183 The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern right here at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.TalkingAlternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. 
I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 